I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. This is Internet Marketing. Hello everybody and welcome to episode 142 of Internet Marketing, brought to you by Site Visibility at sitevisibility.com. And in today's show, Kelvin talks to Brian Eisenberg. Brian's a conversion rate optimization specialist and a professional speaker and a best-selling author. Topics discussed, the biggest mistake most websites make, and some great CRO tools for beginners. All coming up in Internet Marketing. Um, our interview was kind of um, set up because I saw the, the conversion conference that was being arranged in London. Do you think that kind of, I, I know yourself, you, it's a drum you've been beating for many years, but do you think that you know, people are really starting to come round to the idea that conversion rate optimization requires as much attention as the kind of traffic generation um, styles of marketing that's been getting, you know, perhaps had more attention than perhaps it deserves over the last few years? Um, more attention, yes. Enough attention, no. Um, at the end of the day, conversion is just not sexy. It's it's grunt work. Um, it's like uh, you know, I'm sure a mutual friend uh, Andrew Goodman likes to say. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of this work is you know uh, cleaning toilets, mm-hmm. <laughs> right? It's just not glamorous, but it's just yeah. it's part of what makes the experience so much better because you certainly don't want to go to a restaurant with you know with 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 you know uh, dirty toilets. Yeah, and yes, that's what makes the difference, isn't it? Yes, that kind of maybe not as as cool as you know generating a, a bunch of traffic, but actually, what that traffic does is is that's what's important, surely. Exactly, and and it's about you know creating those memorable experiences, and and I, I think if if we made it less geeky and wonky, and unfortunately, a lot of the tools haven't uh, let companies think of it as being less geeky and wonky, which I think is one of the problems. Um, but if, if, if you can imagine it being le- thought of as less geeky and wonky, but more of, no, you're just delivering the, the next step of the, of the experience of the conversation that you're having with your prospect, whether you know, they're clicking on a search result or on a, on a paid ad in, in, in the search results, um, that maybe they might see it as an extension of what they were doing. Uh, you might see them take up a, a little bit more care about it. But it really is difficult. That's part of the, that's part of the challenge. I mean, most companies... You know, according to consultancy, you know, are able, if they're lucky, to, to do two to five tests a month. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, it's nowhere near enough considering the rate of change that, that uh, marketing is facing today and then just the fragmentation of media that we're, that we're seeing. And this is, you know, it, it used to be very simple to, to manage and improve experiences in mm-hmm. the, the old 
old world, right? I mean, mm-hmm. if you think about uh, marketing, you know, pre-internet, at most you had 15 campaigns nationally, right? Mm-hmm. If you think about radio and TV, it's like you didn't really have a huge diverse amount of campaigns. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you had your retail stores. And you had your VP of sales and he'd go about and he, you know, he trained you on what's, what's marketing talking about this week. How are we going to, you know, uh, know better this customer and how to speak to them and this product, right? And there'd be a cohesiveness to it. It really wouldn't be that difficult. But for one, there really is no online equivalent of the VP of sales, even though we still have the VP of marketing online, Mm -hmm. right? So that's one challenge. And two, just, you know, even a small business, the amount of campaigns that you need to plan for and you need to provide unique experiences for has exploded in volume to where, you know, you start getting to any serious account and you think about every single one of those keywords is almost pretty much a unique campaign or or nearly a unique campaign. And you're talking about hundreds to thousands to tens of thousands of campaigns that you need to manage. It's a lot of work. And you know what? The manpower hasn't exploded at the same rate. (laughs) No, that's true. That's true. Definitely. Um, you were talking a bit about kind of making the, the the process of you know conversion rate optimization and the usability potentially a little bit more sexy. And I think one way that you know I've certainly seen that you know starting to happen is the kind of the rise of people talking about psychology and behavioural economics and the like. Do you think that you know? Do you think an understanding of those kind of academic backgrounds, you know, psychology and behavioural economics, um, will help you in the process of trying to create a, a stronger user experience that that leads to the the ultimate desired action? Oh, absolutely. I mean, I think, you know, I, I agree, you know, all the, the neuroscientists, so to speak, have, have really gained in popularity over the last couple of years. And, and, you know, there are a number of books on it from, you know, Martin Lindstrom's to the, the Underhill. I mean, there's just, there's just one after another. And so certainly I think, um, you know, there's a, there's a lot of attention on this, you know, followed by uh, Robert Cialdini's book, you know, Psychology of, of Persuasion, which I think is a must read for any online marketer. Mm-hmm. Um but yet having a deeper understanding about why people do the things they do is so fundamental to improving mm-hmm. conversion rate. You know, we, we keep forgetting that, you know, when we do our marketing, we think about why it's important for us and we look mm-hmm. at it from our point of view. But we rarely take the time to spend, to spend enough effort to understand why customers are taking actions, uh, why they would want to buy from us. And, and really, that's, that's at the heart of this. Unless you can understand what motivates them to, to click, uh, to you know, fill out a form, you're, you're never going to get that next level of conversion. And I mean, one thing I know I'm particularly guilty of is that I'm always kind of looking for what's the rule, what's the general pattern, when actually, you know, that kind of rule or general pattern might only be specific to that particular website, that particular set of customers, that particular campaign. Why do you think it is that we're kind of so keen to look at those rules rather than trying out those tests ourselves? You know, it's kind of looking for, okay, well, what color should my button be? Because that worked on someone else's test that that'll work for me, if you know what I mean. Well, it's it's, it's an ADD thing, right? It's basically, we, we just have limited resources. It's very hard to say, oh, I don't know. And let me go, you know, do an experiment to find out. It's not in our nature. It's not the way we t- tend to do things. I mean, yes, my two-year-old still does that. My, my you know, six-year-old still thinks in that point of view. But our schools kind of beat it out of us uh, over, the, over the first few years of our educational process. Um, you know, even though they want to say they're teaching us the, you know, scientific method, they teach it from a memorization point of view, but not from, you know, inspiring the curiosity point of view. Uh, it's why actually one of my, uh, my new presentations that I've been going out and promoting now is called Think Differently, you know, inspired mm-hmm. by Steve Jobs, is because we certainly need to bring a little bit of that, you know, uh, right brain thinking to the left brain world and left brain thinking to the right brain world. Um, it's just not natural for us to, to do so. And I think that's that's a real, real sticking point that, that um, you know, we have to uh, overcome. It's so much simpler to follow the rules. And, uh, you know, over the years, and, and it's 
mostly lucky. You know, there are principles that are fundamental that don't really change. Mm-hmm. Um, the tactics here and there, they, they sort of change a little bit, obviously, because of the technology changes. But for the most part, um, you know, understanding, you know, how to convey value, understanding what relevance means to somebody, what their intent is, and understanding how to make clear calls to actions and, and, and to inspire confidence. There's some pretty set formulas for those things. And, and you know, I've built that around what I call my conversion trinity. If, if you can get master those three things, all the rest of the stuff is the details around it. Mm-hmm. I mean, are there any particular lessons that you think we can take away from from Steve Jobs and his approach that, that that he took to marketing with Apple that's particularly relevant if you're trying to kind of improve the conversion rate of your, of your website? So I think um, there are two fundamentals that are so critical um, that, that he's done. Uh, I mean, there, like I said, I, I showed 10 lessons in my presentation. But I'll give you two key ones. Yeah. Um, uh, you know what? I'm going to make it three because I like number three. <laughs> number one, really understand your audience. Not everybody is your customer. Don't chase the masses and, 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 you know, just focus on them. Understand them, what motivates them, what makes them tick, and they'll catch up with you. So I, I think he's always been great at understanding who the Apple persona really was, who their customer was, this innovator, this dreamer, right, this person who thinks differently. And it's why that Think Different campaign first came, uh, came out when he first came back to Apple to kind of reintroduce themselves into who their customer was. And I think they did that brilliantly. Um, the second thing is simplify, simplify, just simplify. And they've oversimplified everything. Um, and just focus on every detail of the experience. And I think if all you did is pay attention to every little detail and it it is, it's a lot of work. It's like, um, I was talking about it to one of my friends who's a copywriter today. Um, and we're talking about, uh, thank you emails, right? I just ordered Mm -hmm. from your website. Every commerce platform in the world has Thank you for ordering us. Your order is going to be picked. We're going to ship it out and blah, 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 blah. And they all sound, you know, like they were, they were created in, you know, email cans are us, right? They all sound ex- exactly identical. But yet, would you expect the same email to come from a Tesco, from a Zappos, from an Amazon, from a, right? All of these have different brand personalities. And the fact that they, people don't pay attention to how, what level of detail that is, to understanding how their customer would want to perceive it, how they can convey value in it. And then to simplify that message, that's where they really miss so much. One thing I love about you, Brian, is that you know the commitment that you've got to testing and to trying things and to, and to seeing which you know comes out on top. And one th- and I think that's amazing. And you know, one thing that I, I try and do more of. But I, one thing I think is quite interesting is how people tend to, generally speaking, only really test small things. So you know, they might test pay-per-click advertising copy, but they wouldn't test two different designs of their site or two different logos or two different titles for their books. Have you got any kind of great examples you've come across where people have been that um, innovative and that adventurous in what they're testing rather than kind of testing some of these small details when actually it's those bigger issues that are probably going to have the, the most significant impact? Yeah, um, it's, it's funny. It's not even necessarily just the um, design. Because uh, funny, we actually are just completing an experiment with um, a company called Inbound Writer where we've had companies, um, one of the companies that we did an experiment with, we had them redesign a couple of their pages um, while at the same time rewriting four of their pages. Mm-hmm. So two of the pages got a redesign and two of them didn't, but they all had rewritten content. And they all increased conversion rates significantly. And there was no major difference between the redesigned ones and the non-redesigned ones. The core of it was that the content was just more relevant, more valuable, more digestible, uh, and used more of the customer's words. Okay? So I think that's 
fundamentally, you know, having a solid message, I'll give you the biggest pet peeve. I don't know if if you saw, I launched a new website uh, about two weeks ago called Website Testing Tools. And in there, I have about 150 of my favorite tools that I found out there. And it's either I've used them personally or people I respect in the industry are vouching for particular tools. They're right. They've used them. So it's only, you know, me and my closest friends would recommend these tools. And it amazes me. I mean, I get volumes of tools to check out every single day. Mm-hmm. I'm sure you're not surprised at that, you know, with the explosion of, of, of people coming out with software yeah. today. How many of these software service companies do not even have a screen? One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. One shot of their product on the site. (laughs) <laughs> you, you want to simplify and improve your conversion. I don't care what you design. I don't care how many buttons you test. Throw a screenshot up there. I want to know what mm-hmm. your software looks like. How am I going to experience what it's going to look like using it? Mm-hmm. Right. And I'm talking about, you know, here's, here's somebody who's offering one, one, uh, one example that comes to mind is, uh, is somebody that does uh, automated bid management software, yeah. right. For the small to me, you know, medium sized business market, which is really low cost. There's not one screenshot anywhere on the site that I was able to find. Mm. Now, if you're going to go ahead and you're going to fork over your advertising business, essentially, to, to these folks to run, don't you think you'd want to see what the interface looks like, how it's going to work, how, how you get it set up? Yeah. You, you, questions. Yeah, you're just not going to make that kind of decision without at least some kind of understanding of how, you know, how that product is going to work, isn't it? And, yeah, it's just that kind of... you. you those types of products really you you know it's all about how you use it how simple it seems and if it doesn't seem simple like that then it's, it's you know you, it's very unlikely that you're going to download that trial version or right. you know, and, and, yeah. I'm not, and i'm not even talking about you know fancy video demos right i'm talking about screenshot like any computer can take a screenshot and it's like people miss these fo- most fundamental things about expressing their value and I think if they just focus more on, on doing that, and I, I, I tell you, one of the greatest places to do this is experimenting in pay-per-click ads, right? Um, every product, every service has features, and they're only valuable as seen through the eyes of their persona as benefits. Yeah. So go ahead and write up benefit-oriented copies of each feature in the, from the point of view of that persona and rotate those messages through your pay-per-click ads and see which ones respond the best. And then you'll know what you should be promoting on your site as well. And again, those simple things, people are not doing. I mean, again, you know, I I sit on a lot of advisory boards for 
from, for companies in the optimization space. And one of them is rewrite pay-per-click ads uh, on a crowdsource basis, a company called Boom CTR. And I got to tell you, you know, just the average level of ads out there just is still pretty, you know, sour. I mean, it's just uh, people aren't even putting the attention to there. I wish I could say everybody was testing enough pay-per-click ads. They're not. Yeah, I mean, the, the, the example I love that kind of talking about that testing big things is that I, I don't know how true it really is, but Tim Ferriss talking about when he was trying to decide which version of the what title his book should have. He kind of, yeah, did pay-per-click adverts to see which one's got the, the most clicks and therefore sort of made a decision based on that kind of positive, you know, there was what their gut feel was and they had a strong feeling on that. But then they actually tested what people who were interested in that topic, what they responded to, and then they changed the title accordingly. Exactly. Another classic example I've used for this is, is um, OfficeMax did a promotion called Pen Pranks. And they create a whole bunch of these inexpensive videos on YouTube using like a hidden camera. And they waited until they found out, you know, they probably did about 20 or 30 of these different videos, and they figured out which one the one was the one that people responded to the most, watched the whole way, commented, forwarded, and then they spent the money to put that one on TV, right? And using YouTube to figure out which message resonates best with their customers. What, what a novel concept. Why, why should I spend a million dollars on a television advertising campaign when I can spend, ooh, I don't know, 30 seconds to put it up on YouTube, drive some inexpensive traffic to it? see how people respond, and then invest money if it actually works or not. And that, that's a great benefit of the setup, how it is, is that we have that flexibility to kind of be agile in our marketing. And, you know, that potential's there, but people don't always seem to make, take advantage of it. They don't. And like I said, I think it's a, it's a new mindset. And, and there are companies, you know, who have, who have hugely benefited from it. And one of the ones I, you know, I always like to talk about is Amazon. You know, they're, they have become a clear leader and, and they, they control e-commerce with about 30% of all e-commerce transactions in the United States going through Amazon. Uh, and they did it partially by, A, leveraging social uh, commerce very early on. They were the first one who leveraged reviews when no one else even understood the value of them. Mm-hmm. Um, they understood the value of personalization. And they run anywhere around 200 tests at any given time on their website. That's, okay. that's a lot of data to be dealing doing, with, yeah. That's exactly it. And they've just become masters at efficiency. And so even their, you know, even their operations are constantly being optimized. Um, you know, they figured out, you know, the cost center, where to ship things from. And it's like when, when you get that good at doing everything, right, which is what they've become, um, you know, they came from, you know, being a, a, a startup people weren't even sure was ever going to be uh, turn a profit to being, mm-hmm. you know, such a huge dominant force. And they've developed this culture of testing. And it's like the companies who are starting to do it now, and I, I sit on an advice board of another company, uh, Test Targeting Personalization Platform, um, their worst performing clients on this platform are doing somewhere around 35 tests a month where everyone else is doing those two to five. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, you don't have to be a genius. You don't have to be a, a, a marketing superstar. If you're knocking out 35 tests or 50 tests a month and your competitor is knocking out two, um, who are you willing to take odds on that is going to be more successful at the end of the year? <laughs> very true, very true. Um, you, so you talked there about the software as, a, software as services and some of the, you know, the mistake that they often make is you know, failing to put that screen um, grab up, that screen capture of their software. Um, what do you think is the biggest mistake that most websites, general web consumers tend to make um, that you, know, you, you could wish you could just kind of tell, you know, take them all aside and say, look, you really ought to sort that out? I think the number one is making assumptions of, of the, you know, what Chip and Dan Heath called the curse of knowledge, right? That, that their customers know as much as they think they do. And the fact is that most likely their customers are way less sophisticated than most people uh, give them credit for. And in fact, I mean, we could see this in the level of writing. 
you know, most best-selling books, business books and stuff out there are written for like a, somewhere between a fifth and eighth grade reading level, yet most websites are written around an eleventh grade reading level. Um, so we assume a lot of our customers. Uh, and, you know, people are busy, people don't have the time, and you've got to make it as simple as them as possible. And it comes back to what we learned from Steve Jobs, right? Just simplify, simplify, simplify. You know, the, don't, don't use a 50-cent word when, you know, a, a nickel word will, will do just as well. And, and you mentioned um, there your website where you were talking about some of the tools that you, you use most frequently. Uh, what was the website again? Um, Web, that one? Websitetestingtools.com. Fantastic. And, and what kind of like, if, so if someone's really new to this world, they've kind of heard a little bit about conversion um, rate optimization and some of these tools that are out there. Um, and really they want to kind of go, okay, well, I'm going to set aside an afternoon to have a play about with some of these tools. Is there a couple that you think are really, you know, good for beginners to try and, um, you know, to try and play about with? Well, uh, certainly I think one of my, you know, one of my favorites is the usertesting.com um, uh, tool which, you know, a lot of people have never seen visitors navigate their website. Uh, and what usertesting.com is very inexpensively will allow you to go ahead and get a good sense of um, what people are doing on your website as they're talking through the experience and clicking through, and you can kind of see that in, in a screen recording. And I think, uh, especially to share with management when people, you know, aren't aware that there's really a problem, I think it's invaluable. So it's, that's probably one of my favorites. Um, I mean, there, 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 there's, there are so many. I mentioned Boost CTR is one of my favorites because you know here's a model where they crowdsource the rewriting of your pay per click ads, and you only play, you only pay if they win. Yeah. Uh, I don't know about you, but you know if if you, if, any, if you're involved in PPC or you know know anyone in PPC, no one has enough time to write enough ads. Mm-hmm. And so when you could crowdsource and only pay if they beat yours. I don't know. It's hard. It's hard to find. You know, it's hard <laughs> to find a, one, a downside yeah. on that one. Definitely. Um, uh, you know, Google Website Optimizer obviously still favorite because I'm a big fan of you know get good at free then pay. Mm-hmm. Uh, right? They're they're you know high end tools like Monetate, which I mentioned earlier. You know, they're a great test test of targeting personalization tool, but you know you have to have a significant investment to do that. But I'm like, you know what? Exhaust what you can do with Google Website Optimizer firsthand, and then what you invest in a pay tool is going to be nothing. And yeah, um, you'll probably have saved the money to pay for it by that point as well. Then hopefully, or made the money to pay for or it, or made the money exactly. So, um, you know, and then they're they're just they're just cool things like mm. you know, uh, uh, both is another one I've been using to create landing pages and to share stuff in social media. Uh, mm-hmm. I mean, I can, I, I can go on. Gecko board is a great way to build uh, interesting looking dashboards for people. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, uses all different kinds of widgets that you can plug in there. You know, Google Analytics and Google AdWords and WordPress and. Uh, yeah, there, there's just a lot of nifty, nifty things out there, and everything from like uh, one of my one of the latest ones. I think a lot of people should do just uh, just uh, for the sake of it is you know, uh, WordStream has a free AdWords performance grader mm-hmm. that they you know they'll grade your account to kind of see how you're doing. Always a good way to do it, and of course there there are tons of great SEO tools out there. Mm. Um, you know, and and again, you know, we can we can go on and on about some of those, but. Uh, that, that's, probably whole, that's probably a whole yeah. different discussion. No, no, that's really good. That's really good, Brian. I really appreciate that. Um, I, I imagine you've got a few speaking um, dates coming up over the um, next couple of months. Anyone's in particular that you think that um, are worth um, looking out for or particular um, events that you've got coming up that you're looking forward to? Well, I'm definitely looking forward to coming back to uh, London for eMetrics and Conversion Conference. Uh, it's been a while since uh, I've been there. I think uh, last time I was there was... Uh, SCS London last year when I keynoted okay. with my good friends Jim Stern and, uh, and Avinash Kaushik. Mm-hmm. Uh, so definitely looking forward to, to heading out there. Um, I'm also taking that trip. I'm doing a trip to Amsterdam and an event in Belgium. Um, 
and then I'm, I think I'm taking it quiet for the rest of the year. So yeah, it sounds pretty busy in the meantime on that front, though. As yeah, well. yeah, definitely. <laughs> There's no shortage of uh, of of, uh, of places to go. And then uh, I know my brother's headed off to um, to Hamburg as well. Oh, fantastic. fantastic! So you'll get to see the other Eisenberg brother. Uh, as well. <laughs> fantastic fantastic really appreciate that brian some great tips there and i know there's definitely quite a few tools and tips and bits that i've noted down here that i'm going to be following up on and i hope that's the same for the listeners as well and feel free if you have any questions about them to, to, to shoot them to me fantastic cheers well that's it for today thank you so much for listening You can find us on the internet at www.internetmarketingpodcast.org where you'll find show notes, links and instructions on how to subscribe. We would absolutely love to get feedback, comments and questions from you. If you want to send an email, send it to kelvin.newman at sitevisibility.com. Also, feel free to comment on the website. And if you'd like to use our voice line number, if you're outside of the UK, it's plus four four one two seven three. 256 or 150 if you're inside the UK it's 01273 256 150 and you can leave a voice comment or question and we'll play it on the show also we would absolutely be delighted if you would give us a a rating on iTunes itself well that's it for now Andy White signing off until next week on internet marketing deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for mother's day than whole foods market they're your destination for unbeatable savings from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts start by saving 33 with prime on all body care and candles then get a 15 stem bunch of tulips for just 9.99 each with prime round out mom's menu with festive rosé irresistible berry chantilly cake and more special treats come celebrate mother's day at whole foods market